Hey y'all. Hi friends. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. We're here. We're recording. Yes. How are you feeling? I feel good. How are you feeling? I feel great. A lot has happened literally since the last time we, we recorded. recorded. Which was with Juan Day. And of course you can see I was very pregnant. Yeah. And now you're not. I you know. have a whole bundle of joy now. Yeah. It's How crazy. has it been? Um, it's been a journey. It's different. I definitely feel like, in a way, I didn't going into motherhood and going into any transition. I was kind of like, I don't want to be a cliche. Yeah. I don't want to be like someone who, like, when you become a mom, it takes over your personality. Yeah. But it's hard for it not to at it, the right. same time. No, for it's real. just it's such a large change or just a large tra- transition yeah. that it just takes over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like it takes like time before it's like no longer like i'm just not like you're just a mother but like your mother being a mother is like a big part of like your identity Identity. yeah yeah (laughs) because now it is a part of your identity like before you were you were you could identify like i'm a wife i'm this i'm that now you're like a mother so it's a new thing to add on yeah it's i guess yeah it is a new it's a new title yeah it's just like wait and um so i because i I had a miscarriage you guys don't know that but you probably do now but i had a miscarriage january last year Mm -hmm. so because of that going into this pregnancy i was actually a little bit disconnected i didn't really um register that i was pregnant until the baby came out whoa i know so i was just sitting there looking like huh yeah for a long time Mm -hmm. and i and i had a lot of anxiety so I went to therapy and I, I felt like it sounds crazy, but I felt like I was going crazy at a point in time after having him. Um, like I felt like I was scared in a sense that I was developing um, postpartum psychosis. This is very serious. Um, so because of that, I went to therapy and the therapist was like, and I was telling the therapist that I felt like I was disassociating. Like I was in my body, but I didn't feel like I was in my body like mm-hmm. i feel like i was looking at myself or experiencing things like out of my body in a way mm-hmm. um and she was just explaining to me that you know a part of the reason could be the fact that you know a lot of women go through like the whole registration in their mind that they're pregnant they're about to bring a, a baby into this world you know go through the anxiety of it they go through that while they're pregnant but i she said because of you know you know the miscarriage and things like that because I never really allowed myself to fully feel, fully feel like all the things. Mm-hmm. I kind of shut it down. So now I was going through it with the baby here. Yeah. So like I, it was just a, it, that first month was like really tough for me. Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot, but you know we're on the other side of that. So yeah. I feel I feel a lot better. How soon? Um, I guess after giving birth, did you real were able to identify like okay something's wrong and I should go seek help? Um when they sent me home from the hospital okay because when they sent me home i was feeling like i remember texting someone who had given birth before me and i texted someone who had given birth like in that same week as me and i was like i'm so scared to go home like are you scared to go home like i'm so nervous blah 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 saying all these things and she was like yeah no i'm fine and at that point i was like okay maybe something's wrong mm-hmm. with me in the sense like how I'm processing it since I'm so afraid. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't only describe that first week of being afraid. 
And then, you know, I had some, um, so during delivery, I developed high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. So because of that, they told me to monitor my blood pressure. If you know anything about blood pressure, it's also like made worse um, by anxiety. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, my blood pressure is going even higher because I'm anxious. Mm -hmm. So all of that. So I had to go back to the doctor. The doctor was like, you need to calm down. And I'm like, how do you calm down? When you have a baby, like it, nothing was processing. So I really would not, I always say like, I would not go back to those first two weeks because I, there was, I just had so much adrenaline and I didn't know how to get it down. Um, so eventually, you know, as time went on, my adrenaline finally faded, but it didn't fade until like a month after where I was like, okay, I can, I can breathe. I can think again. But before then I couldn't think of anything else. I had a wedding because you don't know when you're going to get pregnant as a wedding planner. So I had a wedding March, uh, March 24th. And I gave birth, you know, a month prior. And when I was at that wedding, like nothing in my mind was like clicking. I was like, even though I did an okay job, in my opinion, I had to go over the facts like 50 times before it could register in my mind, because I feel like a lot of my mind was just occupied with, you know, being a mom and giving birth and Mm -hmm. things like that. So it was a lot. It was a lot. Wow. Well, um, <laughs> it was a journey, but you know, are you, do you feel like you're on the other side of it now? Like, are you feel, do you feel like you're getting better or, or yeah. you're still processing? No, I feel like I'm getting better. I'm getting into a routine. I feel like the best advice is, um, make your baby or make, as you become a new mom, do the same things that you were doing before and make your baby come um, adapt to your life. Mm. If you adapt to the baby's life, you're going to be crying in a sense all the time. You're going to be like stuck at home. You're going to constantly be waiting for your baby to take a nap. And it's just like you're, you live this life of waiting because you're waiting for the baby to eat. You're waiting for the baby to rest. You're waiting for the baby. And it's just like, you never get to do anything. So now like I make a, like, I'm always um, trying to make the most out of my maternity leave. And I'm like, okay, I got to do this today. I got to do that today. And some people are like nervous to take their baby out. And honestly, I did get a few like comments like, oh my gosh, you have this baby out here. And it would make me feel like, you know, guilty. Like, oh, maybe he should be at home. But at the same time, it's like, why? Like mm-hmm. he he's getting his shots. He's close to me. It's not like I'm letting people touch him. Why should I just stay home? Right. You know, I don't feel like that's necessary, especially if I'm doing all of the precautions to make sure that he's healthy. So um, now I feel like I'm just adjusting him to my life. And I, I'm enjoying this maternity leave. I'm like, please, I need more time. I, I have to remind myself that this is not my normal. This yeah. is not my regular. Like I do work. Yeah. Um. So that's a bit much. But, you know, I'm still working as a wedding planner as well and doing all my other things so it's not like I'm just at home or mm-hmm. just being a mom I'm, I'm able to kind of like tap into my other identities as well yeah I feel like that's a like a Nigerian culture thing like they say like the first 60 days you're supposed to be in the house but like moms be going like crazy yeah. like get me out of here like just I, all, baby all, all I'm doing is, is holding this baby and having my feet up and stuff like I want to be able to I mean, not me, but like I feel like mothers be wanting to like take a walk or something. I saw you tweet like you will never skip a shower. Yep, never. (laughs) Because you hear so many like discouraging things about becoming a mom. And even like that's why some people choose to be child free because they feel like they can't fit the baby into their lives. Mm -hmm. And of course, I do think a baby disrupts. I don't think that can be denied. But if the baby cries while I'm taking a shower, let the baby cry. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Just <laughs> stuff like that. It's just like, I don't, I I understand that it's sometimes a lot of, they say it's a lot with um, 
with first time moms. But I just kind of came out and I was just like, if he's crying and someone said this in one of the little chats that I have, they were like, if the baby is crying while you're doing something, that's actually in a, in a way encouraging because at least, you know, the baby's breathing. It's true. <laughs> but like if you go to the shower and like you hear silence, sometimes a part of you is like, is he OK? Yeah. Is, is everything yeah. is everything um, going? Is anything going on out there? Mm-hmm. So like him crying. I feel like I had to get over that early on. Like, he's a baby. He's going to cry. Mm-hmm. You know, not letting that overwhelm me. And I feel like that helped to be like, okay, I'm going to do the things that I need to do. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to, you know, ma- of course, he still wakes me up. But it's like, I'm not going to, like, lament over these things because yeah. it makes it worse in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean. I know. How was it, you know, I guess from a friendship perspective, me transitioning into being a mom? Um, Did anything change for you? Not really. It has not really like in the physical sense in terms of like, I would say in my mind, I would probably feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm not doing enough. Like um, because I didn't find out until like you were like halfway. Yeah. um, That you were pregnant. So then I was like, dang. So um, throughout the pregnancy, I didn't really know like, okay, what should I be doing? Like, (laughs) How should I be helping? But so I was like. And you know, like how I am. I'm not like, uh, I don't know. I I would like, I like to like, just do things. Mm-hmm, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to, like asking is, I know like if I ask, like, of course you guys are going to be like, oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I got it. So then that's when I just said, okay, I'm going to get the crib like yeah. type thing. Mm-hmm. And then after, um, I remember the morning that you were giving birth mm-hmm. sam was texting me at like 3 a.m i was like okay we're getting ready and i think i and then i got another text and i got another text and then i didn't see them until like five o'clock so i was so when i i jumped up, i was like oh my gosh i'm missing all these moments like i like i feel honored to even be mm-hmm. you know like for me to even be following hour by hour what's happening mm-hmm. So I got up and I was like, okay, praying and doing all, whatever. And I'll just like be waiting and then I'll fall asleep and then he'll text again. And I think finally the last update was like, he's here. And yeah. I think he said he's here or like the baby's here. It's a boy or type thing. Cause you didn't share the yeah. gender or you, you didn't know the gender. I didn't either. know. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I was like really excited. And then I, and then, you know, then it's like, okay, now what? Like, what do I, do y'all need anything? Like, yeah. I, do I ask to come see y'all? Like, you know when you see like people on like TikTok and stuff, like when they be like just be coming over and they be just be figuring it out type stuff. But like I feel like we didn't even, not that we needed to have the conversation, but like we didn't really. I didn't really know like what I, what more I could do. Yeah. Um. So that's when I would just say like, all right, like do y'all like what do y'all need mm-hmm. or how can I help type thing. Um. But yeah, I think that's the main thing that I'm like still trying to figure out because I know like I feel like. I mean, I don't want to, I don't, I can't assume, but I'm, I'm just guessing that, um, like you've, you've set your routine on how you, and you've set your boundaries on how you would want to, I guess, have friends in this season, like mm-hmm. how you want them to be present in this season. Um, and it's just a matter of like asking, I guess. Yeah. So I think that's that's probably the biggest thing is like, oh, I don't know, like what more should I be doing type yeah. thing? No, I don't think there's anything. I don't think I had expectations for my friends in this season time because I'm just like, I don't even know what, I feel like in order to have expectations, you kind of have to know what you need, mm-hmm. if, if, if anything. So I didn't really know what I needed. But you knew that you like, you didn't want 
anybody to come until the first month yeah yeah -hmm. yeah. because i was just because i was going through all of that and i feel like when you're going through all of um well now hindsight if i was going through all of that and having to host at the same time yeah there would be no way i could regulate like just the internal state that i was going through right then and there so after that month you know having you know you came over you've come over like you know a few times now but it's like it's like we got back into our routine i feel like that's what i needed mm-hmm. i needed to have like friends remind me who i was in a sense mm-hmm. so even though like we're talking about baby it's still like we're still friends yeah right? you know yeah. it's like a reminder like i didn't lose something yeah you know like when people say like how's the baby and it's like the baby isn't babying like <laughs> yeah. the baby is fine how about me getting big yeah, i don't know like, what to say yeah like today he grew we grew hair like <laughs> Yeah, he lived, he laughed a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead, true, of, instead of like, you know, like what's going on with you? And like, you know, I I see a lot about, I mean, you know, I'm like, a, I'm, a, I'm a whole aunt, like for real, for real now. Yeah. Like I got a whole nephew now, but like I had like two nieces and stuff. And so just seeing how, I guess, like my sister-in-law, um, you know, cares about, you know, that aftercare after having a baby and stuff, I, I see it in like, other other women who you know whether it's their first child or after they have you know their kids and how um it's more about how we like come come into this to their space and Mm. not coming in as like a like a guest who needs to be hosted but like or or someone who just wants to hold the baby like it can't just you're not here just to hold the baby and then the mom has to now go and and you're like oh let me take care of the baby while you run while you clean the house type (laughs) stuff but like help helping where you can like whether it's like ordering food for Mm -hmm. the parents or i don't know yeah doing something and honestly i kind of felt i i think that was probably one of the expectations that i had like we always had things for like when people came over like if we needed to host people we had things available before you were pregnant no 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 we had it like if someone said hey i'm coming over like before that week we would make sure we have like like cookies juice like things like that um but I remember, like, it's just one of those things, like, do you communicate to people, like, hey, I'm not going to be able to, like, prepare a whole meal or anything. Right. Like, you know, just you're just coming, and we all just going to survive together. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? And it's like, sometimes you, I feel like I see a lot of that, like, oh, when somebody just gives birth, don't go there expecting something. Yeah. You know, I see a lot of that information, but I can't assume that, that other, other people, people see that. Mm-hmm. So I was just like... I don't know how to communicate that. And when I first gave birth, people were offering, like you said, like, oh, how can I help? And I would always say like, oh, I don't need help or, but it's not because I didn't need help. It's just, I've always felt awkward asking. Mm-hmm. I think that comes from. But even like your closest friends, like who cares? Like, I don't know. I've always I've felt just, weird. I'll ask the most, the craziest type of question and, yeah. and it will be fine. I know, but I would just be like. Like, for example, like, you know, you try not to be OC, but it's like, okay, it's two of us here. If I'm going to ask you, like, yeah, we want Chick-fil-A, like, you get, I just feel very weird doing that. Even though I shouldn't. Yeah. It's just like, don't a part care. of me is like, oh, no, I can't do I that. I literally don't care. Like, if some, it's that's why, like, I mean, if I ask, then you can ask for the most craziest thing. Yeah, that's I true. I mean, even then, like, if... Like, I feel like for us, at least, like, you can ask any type of crazy thing, and then I will be like, okay. Yeah. Or I'll be like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it will like, be fine. Really? But, like, if it's, like, for, like, people who, you, who you're not as close with, and then you know, like, you know, I feel yeah, like we're yeah. old enough to, like, to, like, gauge, not even old enough, but, like, 
we we have that understanding of like to gauge of like what's crazy to ask yeah and exactly. who to access that. that too yeah yeah even the crib like Toyin did get the crib i was just like oh my gosh Toyin's getting the crib even to this day i'd be like thinking like wow you know and it, it made me think of that time we were talking about in our podcast like how sometimes i think this was in our podcast like how sometimes like when you have a friend that has gotten married they have children like you end up spending more money on me than i end up spending on you so then i'm oh, just yeah. like thinking like okay make a wish list for your birthday like so I can give you something <laughs> please i know it's like as a friend you don't yeah. think about it but it's like i want i don't want to wait to have to celebrate you in that mm. way it's like i want to appreciate you now yeah so how can i do that yeah you know yeah so there's, i do think about yeah. that yeah and i i've realized that there's other ways to like um other ways outside of like monetary stuff um of course granted like when you have a baby there's things you're gonna have to like spend on and yeah. stuff um but again it just depends on like the level of friendship i feel like like we're at the, i feel like we're at that point where like there's no question that's like too like oc to ask yeah and hopefully that's the same with you with vice versa so yeah yeah no it's true so i have a question um so as you know as we get older and you know people are still like you know looking to connect with their spouses and things like that do you have any opinions on like people and women preserving their fertility in any way no i i i feel like every type of measures that women take women and men take to um have a baby is like i don't know this it's all a yeah it's personal and it's in either way it's like it's like it's like it's a miracle to have a baby like Mm -hmm. i i think for me before when i was like i don't know probably up until like college i thought it was very easy to like get pregnant like Mm -hmm. There's no way, like, you just, you have sex and you have a baby. Yep, period. <laughs> I that's, literally thought that. And that's also that. the fear that they, that is instilled in yeah. us in a way. Yeah, like, you can get, you, I mean, it, it only takes one time type thing. And then um, I started hearing more about people's, you know, fertility struggles and stuff. And, and then um, I think I started seeing, like, oh, it's a real thing that, you know, by 30, your fertility yeah. starts to decrease and i don't even know how old i was when it really started to register with me that you are literally born with a specific amount of eggs and, and that's it no more. and i didn't i don't think i knew that and i was like okay like okay that's probably like what a million eggs and it's like mm. no it's not yeah, i don't know how much it is but like yeah. it's 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 still a set amount it's a and, finite number yeah, yeah. And, and then that on top of like whether you get like your monthly periods or like mm. just different things can can affect how easy it is for you to have a baby so yeah let's say someone does all this preventative measures to not have a baby at a specific time and they're like okay i want to have a baby now and then they realize it's not it's not easy it's not that easy yeah then what do they do they have and then they try all these things and they go through like what is it freezing your eggs is that Mm -hmm. ivf um no it's a it's it is kind of sort of but okay. yeah i think it i don't know I think okay so like all those other like so there's various ways to preserve to like do that yeah but if that still doesn't guarantee that you'll have the baby it. like i'm pretty sure like freezing your eggs and then however it's implanted back into you doesn't mean that that's now going to become a fetus yeah or if you go through ivf i know people go through like rounds of it and stuff and yeah. you know just different things and then there's still those complications on top of when you 
pregnancy uh, no what is it birthing complications yes. pregnancy complications <laughs> like everything about having a baby is a miracle yes from so, be, from day one to whatever day on um, month nine yeah it's, like, it's it's a miracle it's a race to month nine like yeah. it, like it like it's a journey and so i don't know when people try to knock people down for freezing their eggs or their options. or yeah or what is it like what do they call those like insemination that and like family planning um where they they don't use like natural them. family planning yeah yeah, 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 yeah. stuff yeah. like that like mm-hmm. It's like it. People just find what works best for them, um, in order to, you know, get get yeah. the baby. Yeah, exactly. And it's all. And either way, like it's having a baby is a miracle. And I know there's different. There's like new, weird sciences on like how the baby can look and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's it creating life or like having life created like mm-hmm. through you. you is a miracle yeah and i think because of that it's like it changes i think as we get older our opinions on this actually continues to morph and change as we get more information because like you i it did not register to me that i had a finite number of eggs i feel like that didn't register me register to me until like two years ago Mm -hmm. and it's interesting like when you're ready because we were married of course we waited for a long time before we started trying but the moment you say like i'm ready to have a baby you're ready to have a baby right then and there yeah. it's not like <laughs> it's like it just something switches like the flip just switches mm-hmm. so i feel like for for us i think that's why you know having that first mis- miscarriage was so devastating because it's just like wait this is i didn't expect right. to have troubles you know right. and then after that then I started doing the research mm-hmm. because then, you know, I had the whole procedure to like for the whole the first pregnancy. And then it was like, oh, so it should it should just be easy because it, it happened very quickly. The first time when we were like the month we said we wanted to start trying, we got pregnant that month. But of course, that baby didn't you know carry through. But then after it took a long, not a long time, it took like four months. And it's like that's not a long time in comparison to a lot of stories that I hear. Mm-hmm. But it's like but it's it, still for you. It still yeah, feels like a long it feel, time. Felt like a long mm-hmm. time. And you're in this unknown. You're like researching like why is it so complicated? Isn't it just like the egg meets the the, the sperm and it's that's it? Mm-hmm. But it's just like no, it has to be the perfect time. It has to be the perfect egg. It yeah. has to be this. It has to be that. Yeah. And it's like all of these conditions have to work together together in order for this egg to then implant in you and grow for nine months and it's just like into bones and cells and skin and just all of these organs like like, what yeah like no yeah and and even like um how like your what what do we call it like also like your genetics or just um you know when people have like pcos Mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. like that like those things can affect it too like you just don't think about that like you just literally just think baby yeah and you don't learn about this either like i just started hearing about pcos you know i just started hearing about endometriosis you just start hearing about Mm -hmm. these things that affect women's fertility and then it's just like huh and then also i'm hearing more about like male infertility like and it's just like let me okay a little side side conversation when women go through like just various um ways of getting pregnant conceiving Mm -hmm. and stuff or they just they just go through those measures before they even start thinking about having a child like even like before they get they get married and they're like having those conversations and stuff and then it's like y'all the men need also need to make sure that they are 
getting checked. Yes, yeah. are able to have babies, babies because yeah. they they there's also things in them that can prevent stuff like that too. Yeah, and they don't find out until they start conceiving and they they're going through rounds of IVF and all these things, and then the doctor just says, "It's this, not you." It's not and and. I the rage like <laughs> I be hearing stories yeah. of of like even some men who know that they you know that they that's wow yeah they have that they that they are I guess infertile, infertile yeah and they don't infertile? no it's yeah something. I don't know but they they're not they also have a some type of dysfunction yeah and they don't tell their partner and and the 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 woman is just feeling like what's wrong with me like yeah. what am i doing what did i do wrong they're trying to eat right and do all these things and and exercise and get fit and all these things and it's not even them yeah and the thing is it's i don't know why this is but it, like if there is any problem with getting pregnant you presume it's you mm-hmm. even though there's two people in the equation mm-hmm. i feel like as a woman i automatically assume that i'm the problem yeah you, I don't know why that is. It's just that, and I think it's because we are we are kind of um, inundated with this idea of we need to get pregnant before forty. Mm-hmm. You need to get pregnant before forty. So because of that, you always feel like you're in a rush or mm-hmm. you're in a race. Mm-hmm. I guess at a point in time. And then men, you always hear that they can have a baby whenever. No, they can literally have three hundred sixty-five babies if they wanted to. Yeah, and I think so, right? Yeah, yeah, essentially. But just like our eggs age and they're not as strong so it happens that's the same thing with men too mm. but you just don't hear it as yeah, much you don't. you don't hear the fact that yeah 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 the sperm that you have at 25 is different from the sperm that you have at 55 mm. yeah but and it's you don't because hear we hear like they don't have a limited amount of sperm they don't they can they, always they always are regenerating okay. and mm-hmm. making more and things like that mm-hmm. so you just in a sense are just like i'm the problem yeah like and it's some and i i follow one lady now um, her husband has azuspermia or something like, but basically he, he's not able to have any biological kids. Mm. Um, and they didn't find out until they were trying, trying, trying. Mm. She tested everything. And then, so she they, tested. they taste, they, um, she didn't find out that something was, wasn't wrong. Was, was, they didn't find out for him until like they tested everything and they were like, you're not able to have any biological children. And he was just like, huh? So they had to get like a family donor on his side, you know, to actually um, help wow. birth his, like give, like, you know, implant or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're, they're her eggs. And it's just like, you really don't hear about that yeah. often. Yeah. And I wonder, I mean, I, I don't think it should affect, but I do think like rather than push away technology in this area, I feel like there's ways that we can embrace it. Mm-hmm. Because again, like you said, it's still the hand of God or a miracle for things to go to fruition just because i get this egg and implant it doesn't mean it's gonna work yeah just because i get a surrogate doesn't mean it's gonna work just because i go through all of these things it doesn't mean it's going to work yeah and i feel like we also have to remember that there's wisdom like people are developing you know through like wisdom because they're able to like oh like you know i they found out a new technology like finding that out is a miracle Mm -hmm. in and of itself you Mm -hmm. know and it gives the opportunity for people that's why i feel like for someone who who heart someone whose heart yearns to have a baby and they're not able to have one, I really do feel for them. Like yeah. I feel like, yeah, my journey was just like so short. You know, I don't want to compare it to people who have longer journeys and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, wow, I I can't imagine what that feels like month. And it's like as a woman, you have a monthly reminder, yeah, that it's not happening or yeah. it's not working. And yeah. it's like every month you're going through this fight of like 
dang, it didn't happen this mm-hmm. month. It didn't happen this mm-hmm. month. It's That's a different level of rejection when your body rejects you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different when other people reject you, but when you feel like that body rejection, it's yeah. just like, why aren't you working for me? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it can be very disappointing. Yeah. So motherhood, fertility is like one of those things is like, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like this newness of like, it's a new level of womanhood. Yeah. But at the same time, I also, I can also understand women who choose to be child free Mm. you know like i know a lot of people say it's selfish and things like that i don't know i don't really have that idea of like it being selfish because i know how much it takes to raise a child yeah well i don't know how much it takes i can only assume but it's like that's i understand why people choose that as well you know it's it's like it's hard yeah i've um i'm old now so (laughs) i feel like when I go to weddings, baby showers, there's always this this mommy corner or this couple's corner or table and it's and they are not they are around my age mm-hmm. like they or just probably like a, a couple years older than me with their multiple kids and stuff. And I never I only it's only those moments, those events where I'm like Oh, I, I am behind. Like I am so far away from that that mm. like that's that's like I got I got I got a decade or so before I get there, and um and that's the only time where I feel like dang like yeah mm. I don't relate with y'all, but um outside of it, I'm like oh like we all vibing so yeah. like I feel like so when you were. Before you were even trying to have a child, did you feel that way? Because I feel like a lot of your friends, your your group of friends are, um, have, have kids. Have kids, yeah. That are like much older. <laughs> yeah, older than, than what, your what my baby, baby is, mm-hmm. yeah. At, when I wasn't trying to have kids, no. I don't you think didn't I, care. I didn't care. I didn't feel any type of way. Like, I was good just for like, you. yeah, yeah, mom. <laughs> I feel like, but then I don't know if I was like masking it with the fact that I had something else to focus on. Like, mm. oh, we can travel, we can do this, or we can fix our finances. And not saying that people who have kids can't do that, but mm. I feel like my focus was just on something else completely. Mm-hmm. And um, just to be transparent, like Sam and I had a really, really rough year in 2020. So much to the point where I was telling him, I don't know if we should have kids yet Mm. because we need to fix us before I even think about having a baby. Mm -hmm. So because of that, it kind of was just like I have I'm not even focused on that right now. You know, I just want to make sure that we are in a good place and that when we do have a baby, it's in a healthy environment. Mm -hmm. So I really was like not bothered. But the moment I said I wanted to have a baby, I was like, oh, so many baby showers, all this. And and it's so funny. So the baby that we uh, had miscarried was due August 2022. Is that right? Yeah, August 2022. And then all of a sudden, I just saw so many people who had kids in August, who had kids in September, who had kids in July. And I was like, God, what is going on? So then I started to feel the weight of like, I feel behind or mm-hmm. I feel like I, and then it also kind of made me in a way, not fully regret, but it's like, why did I wait so long? Mm-hmm. Even though I felt good while I was waiting, mm-hmm. it just made me start to question my decisions. But I realized that was just me feeling antsy um, because I'm still, I still credit back and I'm still happy for the time that we waited because one thing about pregnancy is pregnancy is no joke, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like if I was newly married 
And as much as I, as I described in the beginning how I felt like I was disassociating, I don't do well with transitions internally. So if I transition into being a wife and then transition into being a pregnant woman and then transition into being a mom all within a year or two, I don't feel like my mind... I mean, by the grace of God, I probably would have gotten over it. But now I feel like I just that would be very hard for mm -hmm, me. Mm -hmm. I just take transitions really, really hard. So knowing that of myself, I'm happy for the time that we took. Yeah. So I don't feel like behind. But I could imagine. That's why I was just like, dang, I want to make sure like I make my friends feel like they're wanted in my life. Because I don't feel like I only want mommy friends. Mm -hmm. Like I have friends who are moms, but yeah. I have friends like in every arena and I still feel like I need all of them, you yeah. know? I feel like that type of transition happens majorly when um, you get, when people get married. Like yeah. that's when they're like, I only want wife friends. I want to be the perfect wife. I yeah. want, and then that's the only time that after that, I like, please, anybody and everybody just come, come be in my, my life. Like, I do not care about none of this stuff. Like, that's yeah. when it just becomes like a, a little bit more normal. Um, but again, when I'm when I am around, you know, the, that that's I'm not around them, but I see it, and I'm like, okay, that's the yeah. kids, that's the kids' corner, cool. And I'm like, let me hit I, my I, corner. I'm not even like running away from it, but it's like, oh wow, like dang, yeah. like you start I wonder looking. if men feel that way. I wonder too. Yeah, I, I wonder. I don't know a lot of. I don't know a lot of. Dads. I feel like men don't start to feel that way until like they're thirty, mm -hmm. versus women start to feel that way like maybe. And this is just an assumption. Women start to feel that way around twenty-five, mm -hmm. in a weird way. Even though twenty-five sounds so young, still it is, it is. But I feel like men the the thought of even sometimes getting married and having babies and things like that mm -hmm. doesn't even start for a lot of them until 30 mm -hmm. and then at 33 they're like okay i can have a kid yeah. meanwhile you're like at 30 you're feeling somehow like yeah. I, I need to get the i need to get these kids out by 35 because it's crazy once you're 35 even what you qualify for while you're pregnant is different like you're considering considered a um a geriatric pregnancy mm -hmm. So you're like, let me just get these kids out really quick, you know, mm -hmm. because my body's telling me to. Yeah, I yeah, it's 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 interesting, man. Seeing like seeing I don't I don't have a lot of friends who have babies. I don't think I think like my close friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're still young, but I they are definitely like some of them are definitely at, at that phase where because they're like in serious relationships where they're already thinking about the kids and i'm like the kids <laughs> like what is that like let's relax yeah. let's get a ring first yeah <laughs> like, like slow down it's just it, and it, just, it definitely becomes overwhelming um i think actually some of the guys too who are who are younger and who are getting married too they are they're already they they do act a certain way like mm -hmm. they when they get around like other guys who are in relationships they, they definitely they start do. to act a little different and think and start talking about their kids and stuff that they're that they don't even have yet yeah. and i'm like and i and that's when i start to be like what is happening and i feel like that happened mainly this year for me where i was like i cannot relate with any of y'all right now like i don't i don't understand this um, newfound interest in uh, being in a relationship, um, transit like it, it's just Having weird, baby, especially yeah. with men, like or yeah, when with men when they like finally like it just switches in their mind, like I'm about to be a, a man, yeah, because I'm about to get married or I'm about to have this child, and all of a sudden they want to be mature, and I'm like, 
<laughs> not too much i'm like okay like, yeah but it but it is interesting to see and like to see them like think more like be more thoughtful in like their actions and and just the things that they want mm-hmm. and stuff because more considerate yeah mm-hmm. because of like and, and who they're hanging around and who who they're getting advice from and stuff because it's like yeah like i'm about to enter into this new phase of life and <laughs> And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, great for you. Yeah. Can't relate. But, like, do you feel like currently, like, let's say you met someone at, in school, right? Mm-hmm. And it was another woman, of course. And she's the same age as you. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like, plus or minus one year on either side. And she said, hey, I, like, I have a kid. Would that automatically in your head tell you you would not be friends with her? Or would you still try to be friends with her? Um... Like, cause we transitioned and I became a mom, but we were friends before yeah. when we were both single and young and things yeah. like that. But would you actively be friends with someone, like begin a new friendship with someone who had a, who had a kid? Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't know if I would care. How old is the kid? <laughs> <laughs> Why does that matter? Because I don't know. they people with kids who are like older like no she's the same age as you uh, yeah no but the kid is like five okay okay it's okay. like oh you you went you, through life no yeah you little you were like you're way more mature than me like yeah i get you um yeah i don't know and and i always and i my first instinct was like well i don't i don't make friends like that yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really like be hitting off of people and be like oh like we should hang out sometime and they're like oh by the way i have a kid I don't know that would just like okay because it's yeah. not like I would be like oh yeah bring the kid like yeah, I'm like I'll like, see the kid when I see the kid <laughs> but I'll see you later yeah yeah so I don't know I don't think I would be like withholding and be like oh, I don't think I want to be your friend because you got a kid like I'm not gonna do that because yeah. it's not like I do anything that's like like no kids no allowed kid type friendly. like mm-hmm. not kid friendly yeah mm-hmm. no similarly I feel like if someone came to me and was like you, but we weren't connected, I'd probably be like, huh, why would, first of all, why you want to be friends with me? You know, that would occur to me or I would think about that. And it's just like, yeah, no problem. But it, it would feel weird. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I don't attract that. Like I don't attract that person anymore. Yeah. I feel like people automatically, like you said, people kind of go into their groups yeah. with things. So it's like, oh, you want to be friends with me? Like, oh, that's interesting. You know yeah. why? Yeah. It's like, and then you get nervous. I, I don't. I don't know. Sometimes I can be cagey, especially when it comes to building new friendships. I know we started this podcast, and I was like, friends everywhere. I want to be friends, but now I'm like, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm more hesitant now. Um. So I just find it interesting. But yeah, it it, it could be like. I feel like because we have that history, it's easy to like continue on. Yeah. But if it was like a newness, it would be like, hold up, wait yeah. a second, like give me a second to process this, yeah. you know, type of thing. Yeah. So and and I don't think that's pe- how people naturally like even do friendship. Like yeah. they they will gravitate towards people who they feel like they relate to. So there has to be a reason that you want to be my friend exactly Mm -hmm. no in some way or fashion and if that is how we're connecting through whatever that mutual interest is then whether you have a kid or not wouldn't affect me but if you're just if you're just i'm a mom and i need friends here's other moms (laughs) yeah that that i would i would i would do that but i don't yeah but then then it's like this you shouldn't be like i do i don't only want mommy friends like you said yeah yeah yeah. but it's just a it's just a habit or a natural type of thing that you do when people say like 
oh like uh, i want to i want more friends like oh go where you where you guys relate or yeah. find interest in you don't yeah. think about the fact that it's like okay mommy friends hang out with mommy friends and <laughs> And, and non-mommy friends hang out with non-mommy yeah. friends. Yeah. I actually had, I don't know, this is probably a dilemma. I would want to know what you would do in this case. I had a f- person DM me because of my social media. And they were like, yeah, our, our kids are around the same age. And we both are into, like, health and fitness. Um, do you want to be friends? And I was like, I don't even know how to respond to this. Because mm. it's just like, if I say yes, do you then start calling me? Do we then hang out? Like, yeah. what happens next? And I feel like. Because I I don't think that being a mom is like a personality type. So it's just like, and I don't think being into health and wellness is a personality type. But I do understand having two of those things could be like, okay, we can connect type mm-hmm. of thing. But it's just like, well, I, I just feel like, okay, but what what if we don't? Like, what yeah. if we have different like ideas and outlooks? Like, what yeah. next? Like, yeah. what does that look and, like? And that's the big thing with friendships or, or even relationships in general. Like, you, people, like... Even, like, people, when they start dating other people, they don't date because, it's like, oh, we both love music. Like, no. <laughs> it's okay. And even if they connect on that, they don't stay yeah, together it's, because of that. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. things that they value or, like, attractiveness. Like, just different things like that. So, same thing with friendships. It's, like, if we have, if we both like a certain artist or something or, yeah. like, a, a certain type of movies, then it's like okay we only gonna hang out to talk about that or like because like us like we're literally complete like on completely different paths Mm -hmm. um or like phases Mm -hmm. in our lives right now yeah we're not we're not on different paths but like you want the little you want the same things yeah sometimes yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i feel like um and 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 on top of of course because we we came up together yeah and it just kind of like branched off naturally mm-hmm. um but yeah that's and that's that's a tricky thing with like building friendships um outside of like your social circle or just different yeah. things because you think that oh because we have the same interest that means that we can be we can be the best of friends but that's not what no. a friendship really is it's not it's about not. having the same interest because you could you can have the same interest as somebody and it just not it doesn't click because there's other things about them that you don't like yeah that exactly. you don't like about them that you, and then you don't find that out until you start to actually like become their friends mm-hmm. so yeah that does get tricky yeah for sure. yeah and i and i think it's like the wealth of any friendship is is the time and the transitions and like how you kind of like mm-hmm. survive and value one another because it's like through every season are you carrying each other along like Mm -hmm. are you are you present are you this are you that you know Mm -hmm. so i definitely think it's like a a learning curve but i'm also happy that we valued and learned this early on Mm -hmm. so that way we're able to like value each other through the transition it's not like we it's not like we're we lost each other like years ago you know what i'm trying to say so i do think i I don't know what insight we had back then but i don't know maybe it was just like willpower (laughs) to be here today but it's just like it's not easy it's not simple yeah and the fact and and i'm just always so grateful that now we're not like having to have those reoccurring conversations we're like are we sorry what are we like are we still friends like oh because now you have a baby does that mean i can't like we don't need to have that conversation anymore like please we know where we stand and all this stuff like it doesn't have to be that way um but i was also going to say it's the same thing with mentor like when people say can i be your friend it's the same thing with can i be can you be my mentor yeah i learned that the hard way but like it's like it's a relationship like any other yes like 
when you say that explicitly now it's like okay now we got to set it's the same thing when we when we when we decided we want to be accountability partners. partners yeah it's you now you have to be like okay so we're gonna talk to each other on these days and we're gonna talk about this and it's like it's so rigid like it's just like yeah. oh like that's not how you build it. like you don't do that when you're like trying to get to know somebody or like intimately or platonically or anything like that it just has to 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 learn to be organic and a mentorship relationship takes a lot of vulnerability so it's kind of like how am i going to be vulnerable with you Mm -hmm. if we don't have that connection yeah so it's like we need to first kind of like build it without like the label in Mm -hmm. a sense or even if you have the label you have to be intentional about building that Mm -hmm. um like that level of like uh relationship so Mm -hmm. that way if I do need to come to you vulnerably, I feel comfortable enough to do that. Yeah. But if I'm not, then we're not kind of yeah. like still building yeah. there. So yeah. it's like any relationship. It has to be like intentional, but it has to be like also organic to a mm-hmm. point where it's like we have there's value here, yeah. you know, with the within the relationship. Yeah. But yeah. And kind of back to like when we were talking about um, how you kind of build you want to build fr- um, friends off of like interests or like or like wives want to be friends with wives and stuff like that. I remember there was like a time where um, I was like, mm, I kind of like, I kind of am interested in the whole like um, homemaking type of like lifestyle type thing. So like, I want to um, be closer to those kinds of people. Yeah. And, but I didn't know how to do that. Mm. So, um, as, and I'm not, I'm not friends with homemakers now. Like, like, like what the, is a homemaker? Like the like the the why like I don't want I don't want to call them. Well, it's like the wives and the mothers who like stay home and like okay. make bread from scratch okay, 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 and like, okay. cook and clean and all that. And it's just like cute to see mm-hmm. and stuff. So I remember. Cottagecore. Mm-hmm, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted. To, so I was like, I was just interested in that, and um, but the way I went about it was like like just asking them straight up like can like and it's like can i shadow you type of thing yeah and then it just because and, and that's how it becomes inorganic because mm. it's like now i'm expecting this person to teach me but i all i really want to do is just watch you yeah. like watch how you do it type thing so for me like now that i have you who's a mother mm-hmm. or like um you my friends who are wives and, and just different things like that like i can learn from y'all like yeah, i can your, learn from my friends who yeah who are on different it's not past what do we call it different transition different phases yeah in their different life, phases yeah. of life you know and not feel like i don't feel like i'm behind um but it's like an opportunity to like just like exist with y'all and just see how you know y'all do life in these yeah. different phases um and either emulate that or be like i will not be doing that <laughs> so i do not like that yeah. actually yeah and i think it's the power of social media because i too like like, for example, if I'm looking for people who are in the same life phase as me, like, I will follow a whole bunch of moms. Like, I don't necessarily need to have that exact person as a as a relationship in my life, but seeing it a lot, um, like any, like, even when I was on, like, a very, like, oh, I want to, if you, if you want to, like, lose weight, it's, like, surrounding yourself, even on social media, which is, like, a presence in this, in this sort of way, surrounding yourself with that helps you see it, mm-hmm. helps you see that lifestyle, and helps you pick and choose from these different pathways, mm-hmm. like, and build your own mm-hmm. to make it kind of really personal. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, de- I definitely think, like, there is a wealth in, in, like, having those relationships and, you know, building value in them and also like looking for them elsewhere and, and finding value in that as well so yeah. wow. it's a lot. Wow. yeah well thank you for sharing um Ooh. i guess your journey on, on motherhood and pregnancy like 
I didn't know all that, but that's some that. real stuff. That's I mean, all of this stuff is real. Mm-hmm. Like we just don't talk about it enough and we sometimes are I guess nervous or afraid to or we just don't know enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even our even the people who are going through it don't know enough. So Yeah, and I, I just wanna say like a lot of people share like after their journey is over, which is what I did exactly because it can be very daunting to share while you're in the journey mm-hmm. because then you just think about all of the things that people are also thinking about you. So um I just wanna say like to all the women who may be struggling um, in the fertility area, whether it's due to like your fertility or your partner's fertility, just know like you're not alone. You know, there's people here for you. Your friends are willing to listen and mm-hmm. and actually support you. And you can ask specifically how you need, or you can tell them specifically how you need to be supported. Um, yeah, and we and we raise a prayer towards all those you know who want to you know have a baby. We pray that you actually get to that point, and you know you do you're able to have your own baby. You yeah. Know? It's not easy. Yeah. But yeah. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Yeah. Happy first Mother's Day. Oh, We're literally you. recording this the day before Mother's Day. Thanks. So. Yeah. Happy first Mother's Day to me. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day, future Mother's Day. Yeah. Do you like that when people say that? Is it corny? No. Uh, I'm like, okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> if it happens, it happens. But <laughs> like, no. Happy future Mother's Day and happy Father's Day as well in advance yeah. to all the dads. All right. All right, y'all. Until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye.